With COVID-19 around, telehealth lets you see your physician while keeping you safe at home. If you have questions, we're here to help. Stay safe, take care of each other, and use telehealth. We're UHA Health. Aloha, folks, and welcome to UHA's Connecting the Dots podcast. I'm Kanoi Gibson of Hi Now, and we'll be connecting the dots with some of UHA's doctors and other guests on various health and wellness topics and tips. Connecting the Dots starts now. Today, we're connecting the dots on dental wellness. Kahala Hauser serves as the wellness and events manager at Hawaii Dental Service, the state of Hawaii's leading dental benefits provider. With an extensive background in the nonprofit healthcare field, she developed a passion for helping people living with terminal illnesses. Throughout her career in helping others, Kahala stresses the importance of preventive care and staying healthy at every stage of life. Today, she works alongside oral health experts and spearheads of the recently launched HDS Wellness Program called Smile Well, which focuses on oral health education for commercial members. Aloha, Kahala. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, good good to hear you. Of course, we've seen you before in some of our segments, but we're, we're glad to, to hear your voice because you always do such a lovely job. But we're talking about, of course, oral health today. And, you know, when some people think of oral health, they think, oh, yeah, of course, that means my teeth. But really, this encompasses a, a larger range of things, right? Absolutely. Oral health encompasses the health of our teeth, our gums, our lips, our throat, our jaw, our cheeks. I mean, it's a lot more. And a lot is connected to our mouths and have and how we use them to speak right. and eat. And of course, you know, we learn just as little kids, you need to brush and floss every single day. But I think there's probably more to some of those daily habits to incorporate into our own routines for really to get that optimal oral health. What are some of those things that we should be doing? Yeah, for optimal oral health, there are daily habits that a person can incorporate, as you mentioned, into their routine. We can start with the basics of working towards optimal oral health, and that's brushing our teeth twice a day, flossing daily, and seeing your dentist at least twice a year. Um, We can also eat healthy, balanced diets, low in sugar. And then there's also exercising. Exercise is important to stay healthy as well, because when you exercise, you relieve stress and tension, which are common causes of teeth grinding. Oh, okay. And uh, so I never thought of that. I didn't realize, you know, what about in children? I know a lot of children grind their teeth at night. I know my son does. <laughs> I mean, is that is that something that's common with children or does this relate to the exercise thing? You know, apparently it is fairly common. I've been told I grind my teeth. I can't do it even when I try on my own. I, I can't, yeah. it sounds like it's out there. Um, I've been told you can hear it like down the hallway when I'm grinding my teeth. So I think it's just something that's, I, like I said, I was doing it since I was a child. So yeah. That I, is out there. I do remember my parents waking me up in the middle of the night too, but I was hoping that I grew out of it. I think I have anyway. And, and speaking of which, uh, should any of these habits that we implement into our lives, should they be changing as we get older or as we age? Um, these are habits that, are for every age, and it's going to help to lower the risk of cavities and gum disease. You know, many people don't realize that neglecting your teeth and gums contributes to a plaque buildup. You know, according to the American Dental Association, more than 500 bacterial species can be found in plaque. Some are good bacteria and some are bad bacteria that can contribute to diseases when mixed with food and debris and sugar. Yeah. Are are there any kind of symptoms whenever we think of that that plaque buildup that we can think, oh my gosh, maybe, maybe it's time to get to the dentist. 
You know, obviously the, the bad breath, if we're looking at bad breath, if we can see it on our teeth, it's really, really time to get in. It's never too late to get in, right? We want them to go yeah. in anytime. Got it. Okay. And and what about unhealthy dental habits? We're talking about the good things we should be implementing into our lives. But of course, there are those things that cause the the bad oral health. So what are some of those common unhealthy dental habits? Aside from brushing your teeth twice a day, flossing daily and seeing your dentist, you know, that's our messaging that we like to keep in there. A yeah. short list of common unhealthy habits affect your, that affect your teeth and gums are smoking cigarettes and tobacco products, including vaping. You know, these are not only damaging to your overall health, but your, your, you can, it can raise your risk for gum disease. Uh, using your teeth as a tool, we've all seen it, right? We Ooh. Don't, ourselves opening packages or bottles it's never a good idea you know we all have that friend that's opened a plastic bag which seems so simple and broken that tooth and no one wants to pay for dental emergency that could have really been prevented by using scissors or a bottle opener uh, the other one is nail biting it's a common bad habit it not only can chip your teeth but impact your jaw it's never a good idea to put our hands or fingers in our mouths as well in these days because they can easily spread disease and viruses and then another one that often gets overlooked up is constant snacking. It's an unhealthy habit that when we graze on sugary foods and drinks all day, cavity-causing bacteria will feast on leftover food debris, producing an acid that attacks the enamel of your teeth. Yikes. Okay, well, I'm guilty of a couple of <laughs> those things, especially, <laughs> especially during COVID. I mean, I did actually crack two of my teeth and that was using my teeth as a tool. I mean, I was trying to, to break something uh, open. I think it was a bottle or something and shouldn't have done it, but I did it and I did it twice. And then to make matters worse because of COVID, I didn't go to see the dentist. So now I'm just sitting here with these two cracked teeth. Uh, so what would you say? I mean, what if some of these unhealthy habits do go unchecked like myself? I'm going to take your advice today. What happens? Yeah, if these unhealthy habits continue without retained dental visit, bacteria and plaque can continue to build in the mouth and they may cause cavities, gum disease, and ultimately raise your risk of systemic disease. Mm. There's a gateway for nutrients to enter the body. Think of it as a front door to your home. If you let the hinges rust and the handles loosen, you're making it easy for unwanted guests to enter and infect your home. That's exactly how oral health impacts your overall health. Your teeth and gums are vital for uh, processing food and for helping you talk or to communicate, keep them in check with a daily healthy habits and you'll work less for, um, you'll worry less about infections. And I always tell our members, never underestimate the power of preventative care through your lifetime. A simple dentist visit includes a cleaning, a screening for oral health issues that could affect you as you age and treating signs of tooth decay or other infections. You know, I always find it interesting because we've done several high now things with you guys with HDS. And mm -hmm. I, I guess it was really educating even to myself um, to connect the good oral health with your overall body. And you were talking about that risk of systemic disease. What are some of the most common diseases that we see that links up with oral health? So, you know, when we start talking about it, people really don't realize that diabetes is connected to oral health. They yeah. don't is that, you know, gum disease or oral cancers or um, heart disease, even strokes can be linked to it. So your mouth really connects to your entire body. And that is, as we say, the doorway to everything. And so we tell people just really be aware of it. And it's not something to be overlooked. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, you know, I've got two kids. And so always trying to 
to get my kids brush your teeth, floss your teeth. Uh, what can we do as parents or even as families to teach these healthy oral habits to children? You know, good oral healthy, good oral health habits begin at an early age. It all starts with mom and dad. It starts at home, right? When parents become the best example of good oral health, you can expect your cakey to have that, uh, to have strong teeth and gums. One of our initiatives is called Dentist by One. It encourages parents to take their babies to the dentist by their first birthday or when their first tooth emerges. It's something that oftentimes parents will hold off on. But pediatric dentists examine babies' mouths, screen for any issues, and check for proper development and provide easy tips for parents to ensure their babies don't develop tooth decay at an early age. Dentist by One is a focus for us when it becomes... um, when it comes to parents and babies, because we see the long-term effects of tooth decay, even when their permanent teeth come in as children get older. You know, some parents think it's okay to neglect baby teeth because they will fall out anyways. It's not okay. We have to keep baby teeth healthy to ensure that they properly grow and align. So space is reserved um, until the permanent teeth are already are ready to move in. Losing baby teeth prematurely may cause downline alignment issues, which might require costly correction in the future. Lastly, we yeah. to give their cakey the best start and instill healthy oral habits at a young age. Okay. And so this dentist by one, this is interesting. Uh, is it being one of your guys' initiatives? What are you guys doing? Like, how are you implementing this or how are you getting the word out to, to families? So we're actually reaching out to pediatricians and we work with pediatricians to make sure that this is a conversation that starts, starts early on. We also work with the um, health centers and whatnot. And so, you know, parents think there's no teeth. We don't need to worry about it. But, you know, from an early age, even when they're, you know, being put down with their bottles at night, we talk about that and the importance of the oral health care. And it's, it needs to be in the conversation early on. And parents need to understand that they can make an impact on it. And it's a common misconception to think that, well, it's baby teeth. We can let it go. We really can't. We really need to start working on it from the time they're born. Yeah. You know, if a, if a parent is, is listening to this right now and, and they haven't had this conversation with a pediatrician, what are some of the things that they can do even at home? I mean, I, I remember we talked about like brushing the gums, just getting baby used to, you know, that kind of examination. Are, are there things that we can do as parents or as parents to be even new moms listening to this that can prepare us to start to do this with our own, our own babies? Yeah, I mean, it starts, they have like the little toothbrushes. It's actually more like something that you rub on their gums so that they're used to you putting something in their mouth, right? And yeah. that that brushing effect on their teeth. And it helps you know, not only when they're actually teething to have something and be familiar with it, but just the idea of brushing and getting them in there and seeing, number one, seeing mom and dad brushing their teeth, right? We want them to be the example for it. But you want them to feel comfortable Um, I know when I took my kids in and I have four, when I took them in, we were starting them just getting used to going and sitting in the dentist's chair. And I I remember with my youngest, when we took her in, the dentist didn't even look in her mouth. He showed her everything around the office. He showed her the lights. He turned them off and on. He showed her, he turned on the, the drills and whatnot. And he let her kind of play around with it and see it just so she was familiar with it rather than going in there and scaring them. And I mean, there's, you can also take him to a pediatric dentist as well, and that makes it easier for the kids. But getting them in there and getting them familiar with the process at home and in the dentist's office is always important. 
Yeah, I know with my first one, I didn't know what to expect. We, you know, it was almost a, a terrifying experience for my child just because, you know, you got to hold them backwards and it's like, who's this strange person and these lights coming in. But then the second time around, we kind of, we kind of knew what to do or like make it a fun experience. It doesn't have to right. be scary. I mean, I know as adults, sometimes we're even scared of going to the dentist. And so we don't. And speaking of which, you know, during this time of COVID, a lot of people are actually scared to go to the dentist. I mean, they think, you know, gosh, I don't, I don't want to be opening my mouth or being in an area where this is happening around me, but can you kind of shed some light on that a little bit about how the dentist offices are actually really one of the safer places, at least from what I've heard from some of the dentists I've spoken to. Absolutely. So the dentists were ahead of the game. They were doing the PPEs prior to us even knowing what a PPE was. As you can recall, two, three years ago, four years ago, they were already wearing gloves. They were wearing masks. Many of them had shields. Uh, they were cleaning in between, right? So they were shut down for a period of about three months last year during the pandemic. And during that time, they took it up a step. They actually increased their um, procedures within the office. And they, they did things such as staggering appointments. No longer were they doing all, you know, say all their appointments coming in at 11 o'clock and another set at 12 o'clock. They're now staggering like 11, 11.05, 11.10, that type of deal. They're also, many of them are shutting down their lobbies. So when you show up for your appointment, you call up and then they in turn will call you and tell you when they're ready to actually have you come in. In between appointments, or I know for my dentist, when you go in, they actually take your temperature when you walk in. They tell you where your bag and they have you wash your hands with a certain solution that they have in there. And then in between appointments, they do a deep cleaning and they stagger the appointments. They, uh, they spread them out a little bit more because they want to make sure and they want to ensure that their office is a clean and safe place. They don't want to expose their patients to it, nor do they want to expo expose their staff to any type of infection or disease, right? So it's a very controlled environment and they take it very seriously. It, it is a very safe place to go. And we always try and reassure people, reassure people that it's a great place, a uh, safe place to go to. Are we starting to see that confidence restored in patients coming back to the dentist? Yeah, we did see a slight dip in people seeing the uh, dentist last year. People were a little bit nervous. We're back up to, you know, 100% right now. The dentists, a lot of them are extending their hours to help make sure that they're able to meet the demand. But yeah, we're back to where we were pre-COVID. Great. That's good news. Okay. Well, if somebody doesn't have a dentist, uh, do you have any tips on, on what they can do? How can they find one? Uh, yes. So Hawaii Dental Service has a great tool to find dentists on the island. You can visit hawaiidentalservice.com and click on find a dentist at the top of the menu. Uh, Hawaii Dental Service has the largest network of dentists in the state of Hawaii. So even if you don't have Hawaii Dental Service as your insurer, you can still find a dentist within the area. You can fil filter by specialty, language, location, and more. For those who don't have insurance, we also have a tool managed by the HDS Foundation that connects the uninsured to the community health centers that provide discounted or free dental services. And then to access this resource, visit hdsfoundation.gives. All right, Kahala. Well, we appreciate all that you guys do and definitely helping out the community and those who, who need it the most. So thank you so much again for joining us today, giving us all of this great information. Uh, hopefully everybody receives it and says, you know what, got to make that appointment. I know I did. <laughs> it's time. Do it. All right.
All right. Thanks a lot, Kahala, for helping us connect the dots on dental wellness. Connecting the Dots is a UHA-sponsored podcast. With COVID-19 around, telehealth lets you see your physician while keeping you safe at home. If you have questions, we're here to help. Stay safe, take care of each other, and use telehealth. We're UHA Health. 